The housewives are always serving some drama, and we're here to sip on that reality. Mm. Ooh, let's get into the mess with our housewife highlights. Okay, let's get right into it with Beverly Hills. This season has been serving, and ooh, they are really setting us up for a drama-filled reunion tree. These last three weeks, like, what the hell? Absolutely. But one thing I will say is that Crystal, thank you for throwing a nice cultural event. Like I'm happy it ended on a high note because we know this entire season has been all lies and embezzlements, right? And frauds and scams and cons. Yeah, all of that. So I was glad to see a part of Crystal's, you know, history and showing her mother. Oh, the mother got a boyfriend. I'm telling you, everybody just had their boyfriend up in there. Sutton brought her man too. And is that her man or her bodyguard? That is Sutton's boyfriend because apparently all these rich people do is get divorced and immediately find a new man. So I can't wait to see who Erica Jane dates next, but she got to wait till this divorce is final. Anywho, the past few weeks, they were away and Garcelle, I love the shade, honey. She said, let's play truth or dare when they were out on the boat and girl directed the very first question and she was looking right at Erica Jane. She said, never have I ever stolen. Oh my God. Did you not melt? Did you not die laughing? Girl. So when I was watching that scene, I remember I was taking a drink and as soon as she said it, I damn near choked on my drink because I was like, no, you didn't girl. No, you didn't. But we love you because yes, you did. Yeah, so I love that. And I really love to see Sutton and Garcelle's friendship really blossom because I was not a fan of Sutton at all. But then seeing how they get along so well, especially since the other women are drinking, you know, the bathwater of Erica Jane and just straight up lying (laughs) and pushing separately, pushing Sutton so that Sutton can bring up all the questions that they have while they stay on Erica's good side. But I'm really tired of Kyle. Kyle is the snakiest, dirtiest instigator. She calls herself a friend to Sutton, but she stays talking about Sutton to Erica Jane behind her back, then in front of them all saying, hey, well, Sutton, didn't you have something else to say? And I'm like, why do you keep doing this? Why? She's a shit starter. She's a shit starter. And that's exactly why she can never be on good terms with both of her sisters at the same time. Because this is what she does. This is like classic youngest child. I've gotten everything I've ever wanted in my life syndrome. And she's boring. She ain't got no storyline. What's her storyline? What she got going on in her life? She got that store. Okay. She's trying to force her youngest daughter, Portia, into wanting to be social with these dirty ass kids in the middle of the pandemic. Her husband is fine, but we've established we don't need her. We can just keep her fine husband, her effervescent kids and fun ass Kathy. And that's it. We don't need Kyle. Yes, I was so happy to see Kathy on this season because she really brought the funny and the class like nobody's coming for Kathy, but she really just fit in the element, which was fun to see. So I was glad they switched it up and brought her in. But then on the flip side, Rinna, Rinna, Rinna. I really, want, I really want to see Andy ask the questions to Rinna and to Kyle on basically, do you think you should apologize to Denise Richards for the way you kept trying to tell her, you know, be honest, own it, own it, own it. When basically all you've done is be on the side of lies and money embezzlement, children who don't have their parents or any money to basically live their lives. That is what you are abating in your friend, Erica Jane. 
you know what I want to see is I want to see Erica get in Kyle's ass the way she would get into Sutton's ass over all of this like oh are you questioning me because Kyle is only loyal to Erica to Erica's face clearly we've seen all of these other confessional behind the scenes moments when she's with Mauricio when she's doing her little couples dates with boring ass Dory and fun shade PK and foin ass Mauricio and she's singing a much different tune she's a snake she's a two-timer I don't trust her and I cannot wait for Erica to be like okay so what about this this isn't this, this. I want her to tell her to go fuck off the way she told Sutton to fuck off. I do want to see that. But let's be real. Erica Jane is not going to do that to Kyle or Rena. She just won't because they are too good of friends that they want to see her win. And so she won't come after her the way she's come after Sutton. And another thing I want to see Andy do is really get in Dorit's ass for the way she feels like she could talk to Garcelle any type of way. And I was so mad that Garcelle literally had to break down at a table in front of these motherfucking women just for them to say, you know what? I see you. I now see what you're going through. Are you kidding me? The woman said that she feels out of place. That's her feelings. You can't tell anyone you shouldn't feel this way which is basically what dory said no dory needs to sit the fuck down somewhere did you see the way she was talking to garcelle in that preview for the reunion next week i am not here for that she's an asshole and she has something against garcelle which is just so weird and it's it's nasty to see you know when you watch someone and you're like what is your actual problem but intimidated she's clearly intimidated but girl, Sally, listen, one last thing before we jump into Potomac. What did you see in that reunion clip for next week? Because it looked good. Well, what I did not see was quality Botox. That's what I did not see. Erica Jane face is looking a little different, different because she can't afford the, you know, little surgeries and tune ups that she's used to, you know, with stolen money. She can't afford that no more. And she looked different. It's not even about like some people suggested she like she gained weight. I mean, you can gain weight, but if you have the right amount of, you know, little pull here, fill here, tug, tug there, then you'll be looking fine. Weight gain or not. But honey, what I was really into was the way Andy was not letting up. He was basically standing on her neck with these questions, with the questions from the people, because we want to know, did you really know about Tom stealing his money? And bitch answer. Yes, he is not pulling any punches with her. And in addition to asking her about the frauds and the scams and all the things that she allegedly did or did not know about with the finances is... We need the answer to the question that has been burning on our minds all season. What's the question? Which is, finally, once and for all, girl, how many times did the damn car flip over? The funny thing was when she was trying to retell that story in the finale, she couldn't even remember. She said, and, uh, uh, and she paused twice. But then, of course, Dory, because she talks too damn much, had to jump in. And it was like, girl, let her tell this story because it's going to be completely different from the way she told it the last two, three times. Exactly. But I will say that Beverly Hills brought a good season of lies and deception and a lot of money. But let's talk about lies, spies and allies. That's that's what that was. Absolutely. But let's move on to Potomac because we saw a lot of not having money as people trying to throw an event in their backyard. What was that about? Okay, so we know that Robin and Giselle are out here on this little podcast endeavor of theirs because they're trying to be just like us, but a bitch could never. So they're having like some kind of podcast reveal 
she tried to keep it cute because Giselle's West Wing still hasn't been completed and it never will. If you see the shit that we see on, on this show, you'll understand that house ain't never going to be done. So she hosts them in her driveway while the construction is going on in the background. So you got your construction workers in the back. She got porta potties out here. And I'm just like, this is not serving what you think it's serving. Like, girl, you're looking a little bit homeless. Well, the thing is, we see her home, but why would you agree to have an event outside during the construction time? And on top of that, it was really windy. Like even her. Um, oh, yes. The throne repeat. Her poster was blown away. So you have construction going on. and You have the wind blowing all that dust and sut around and you have food outside and you have these women trying to drink and snack and kiki. And they could barely hear each other sometimes, too, because the construction was going on. And she has the nerve to tell some women that she's not particularly fond of that they cannot use the bathroom inside her house so they can use the porta potty. Like, are you kidding me? Why would they want like you looking real stupid right now? Nobody wants to be a part of your home in any way or manner because it's looking real shack like. I mean, it's Giselle. Like, it's not like she gives off any particular intellectual energy. Let's be real here. I know. And I get that. But the thing is like, okay, happy that you have, you know, a house and you're able to add an addition and provide for your girls and that you can provide for yourself after having a divorce from your ain't shit ass ex-husband. But honey, if you want to shade people, make sure that all your ducks are set up in a row because you was looking crazy. But now we're going to move on to this last episode where crazy as can is that all the girls go away on a trip because Wendy would like to host and it's a couple's trip. So the first couples that get there, they start taking shots. Mia's husband gets way rowdy. He got rowdy. Girl, he got drunk, drunk. He okay. So there's no way that he got that drunk just off of the two shots that they had there. He definitely started drinking no. beforehand. No, they have more shots. But on top of that, he's older. Like he's in his 60s. Maybe the drinks hit you a little different. Mm, I hope not, because I'm still trying to be able to throw him back the way I throw him back right now. And if that's what happens when you're 60, I'm going to need the fountain of youth somewhere in the things. But he was definitely doing the most, the most. But honey, you can drink when you're older, but you got to make sure you eat till you drink some water. He was throwing back shots. They had a couple. It was definitely more than two. But and it was vodka. I forgot. It was vodka. It wasn't like tequila or anything like that. Vodka will get you. Yes. So the only couples that are there, because by the time the other women show up, Ashley and Karen are driving. They are currently in route to get to the house while all this shit is. Karen's husband is actually getting there the next day. So he won't even see. Thank God for that. Uncle Ben don't need to be a part of that. But the couples that are there are basically Wendy and her husband, Mia and her husband. And then Candace shows up with her husband and Escale shows up as well. So those are currently the four people that are there. And basically they were just being rude to Mia. Like they were talking to her husband, not for nothing. Her husband was doing the most. He was saying a lot of like lewd jokes and he was drunk, drunk. And at one point he tries to show off that he has money and like puts on speaker phone that he got an addition to her car or something and basically told her to shut the F up. Like it was rude and dude was drunk, but she didn't mind it. And if she doesn't mind it, can't go and talk about someone else when they're literally like right. downstairs right. or five steps away and y'all in the same company. If you were in a whole different and also, location, maybe. And also let's be clear, like the vibe, the vibe was still cool, even with G money acting G crazy. 
It wasn't until Candace shows up with her trash can mouth being all kinds of extra and just poking, poking, poking because everyone else is having a pretty decent time, you know, and then she just had to like show up with her negative ass energy, her bad vibes. Well, yes, but then Candace showed up and Escale showed up after Candace. And basically, they were just... See, another one with bad vibes. Throwing up their nose at, like, they were basically like, oh, you know what? Oh, Escale, let me tell you what happened. He's real drunk. And it's like, Wendy, you're the host, but then you're going to go pull Escale off to the side and be like, no, he drunk. And it's like, you could do it in a better way than the way you did it. Everything that happened in the kitchen... I'm going to need Candace to really not be on the show anymore after the season because everything that happened last season with Monique was, as you see, warranted because the way she came at Mia and she started talking to her real crazy. She talked about her mama. She's been talking about her mother since two, three episodes ago, and she tossed food at her first. Yes, she tossed the food. And then she said, no, you're going to learn. You have no respect. If you start this, you got to learn how to finish it. And I'm like, who does she think she's talking to? You're talking to another grown woman. What's wrong with you, girl? So what I'm going to need at the reunion is for Andy to definitely address this shit where I'm just like, okay, so how was it not okay for Monique to respond for you being an instigator? And then here you are instigating this woman. And where is Wendy? Zen when on her soapbox talking about how we are black women. We are supposed to be presenting a better picture. This is exactly what they want from us. I go, um, excuse me. It is your homegirl over here acting a hot ass mess. Yes. But basically when Candace started getting real crazy in the kitchen, all the husband exited outside because they was like, oh, we don't want to be a part of it. And at that time, Ashley and Karen, they showed up. They all got to see firsthand Candace being extra crazy. And so I do not feel bad for Mia throwing salad at her. I wish she would have thrown something else. Like maybe not at her, but throw the plate that salad was in at her feet. Because girl was talking real crazy. Like you are baiting someone to actually beat your ass, which is what happened last season. But now you want to cry wolf when someone actually like does something about it. So I can't wait to see the rest of it. And by the everybody gets there, I, I don't know what's going to happen. But we do see that Robin, broke-ass Robin, because she had the oldest teapot in her kitchen. We do see that Robin and Giselle, who originally said they weren't coming, and they were trying to make it seem like, oh, we don't like Wendy right now. But really, it's because they ain't got no man and it's a couple's trip. So they actually do come, and they are en route to come the following day. So I want to see how it all goes down. But Sally, what did Giselle say about Candace's mouth on Watch What Happens Live after the episode? She said her mouth is garbage. She said her mouth is a trash can. And it's true. And honestly, I think that was nice of her. I do. But I was really surprised to see Giselle being like, honest. yes, because that's her friend. She's like rudely honest when she's not cool with the person. Do you know what I mean? Like she's always on Robin's side and she'll try to like make up for it. But she's actually cool with Candace. So I was surprised that she was like brutally honest because Candace needs to know, like, you can't be talking to anyone like that, especially the fact that you are going after Mia talking about her body. You got big feet, your mama. This is before and after she knew her mama had issues. So it's like, calm down, girl. But also, this is not the platform for you. Go I love your papa. How old is she that we have to succumb to your mama's? Really? Honey, let she who is not without a messy ass mama cast the first stone. That's another thing. When the Potomac reunion rolls around, I want to see Andy talk to her about like your mother literally talked so much shit about you at your so-called video shoot because homegirl, it was low budget and you like this singing career is not happening. Can you just stop? 
can we stop being forced to watch this shit? I would love to never have to see her or hear her and her low budget ass videos ever. That would be great. Now, tell us about Salt Lake City, girl. Salt Lake City in a nutshell. Well, first of all, I just want to say that I appreciate how shady and petty Bravo is. Because do you notice how Jen Shaw's assistant is now in like every episode? They are over here featuring Stuart in all the things. And I'm just like, okay, so clearly we already know that Stuart is the one who dimed her out. Yes, we know that. Aside from Jen and her shady ass assistant that they both stealing money with, Jen still won't be truthful and say, hey, Meredith, I am sorry for liking tweets and retweeting tweets about your child. I don't care that your child is 20 or 21 years old. Yes, he's an adult, but that is your friend's son. And the way that you are liking all of this bad negative media against him, it's wrong. And she can't live up to being wrong. So Meredith has every reason to be going after her. But damn, girl, to get the feds on her. Ooh, child. Yeah. And Meredith basically admitted that she was the one who called the feds on her when she was on Watch What Happens Live. And she was like, I told you, don't mess with my family. So Meredith got a a little bit of hood in her. Yes. But another person don't mess with their family. Ooh, tell us about Jenny and this husband of hers. See, this is the reason why she called her husband a butterface, because he's an asshole, too. Yeah, I'm really not here for the way that he keeps pressuring her to have another baby, especially now that we see all of the steps that it took for them to have the kids that they have and all the miscarriages she had. She had like how many miscarriages did she say she had like nine? Yeah, she had nine miscarriages and she had all C-sections. And basically the doctors told her if she has any more kids, like it's really not going to be good for her health or she may not. Like she could die. It. She could die. But the worst part is. Her husband is a doctor. Like, you know, all of this. It's not like you take one who's really not into the medical field. And he don't care. He's selfish. Yeah, he's selfish. And I am so shocked by it. I don't understand it whatsoever. But on top of that, Mary is still so weird. I'm very confused as to like why she's on the show. Like she even said, wait, be silent. I have to toot. I have to fart. Like what? Yeah, that was unbecoming of anyone let alone a first lady that she claims to be so i'm gonna need her to wrap it up and then also can we talk about them climbing over this woman's damn banister at the party in her house yeah I don't because they were trying to avoid jen i'm like i'm sorry ain't nobody gonna get under my skin enough for me to act a whole fool jumping up on people's furniture and climbing over banisters and shit like i'm freaking spartan race in city field like we don't do that come on yes but let's talk about this party so lisa still hates whitney for whatever reason but lisa we don't know i forget lisa's new friend's name but she is now a part of the cast and she is hosting this party for her child who is transgender. And so we get introduced to her. But this friend is really good friends with Whitney and Lisa's friend with the friend. But she doesn't want her to be close with Whitney. And I'm like, are we still doing this? Where you trying to tell your friends who they can and cannot talk to? Like you guys apparently the families. What are you doing? And now apparently we're back in middle school. That whole argument was like, so made no sense. I was like, you could have showed a lot less of this because Lisa's having a meltdown for no reason whatsoever. I will say, though, that so this whole argument also took place over the fact that Lisa's friend and Whitney's now newly discovered cousin is saying that the caterer for the party backed out on them at the last minute. 
and how everyone is speculating that Lisa was the one who had something to do with it. I did notice that when Lisa walked into the party, literally the first thing she said before she like got a chance to say hi to anyone was, oh, how dreadful coming to a party with no food. And I just found that very odd and just like off the cuff, very, I just didn't understand why she would make that comment. But now after seeing the argument and this whole idea that she could have had something to do with the caterers canceling because she told the girl not to be friends with Whitney, I can see that being the case. Because why would you comment on there not being any food? Nobody asked you, how. This is true. This is true. But I can't wait to see what else happens on Salt Lake City because it's still early and I want to see the feds come after Jen. But we also going to give you a little update on Atlanta because Portia and Cynthia have officially said they are not returning. I mean, shocker to no one because we already knew this. But let's talk about who they might plan on bringing in. They're planning on bringing in. Is it Akon? Is Akon and his wife? Right. Which one? Which wife? You ain't right. <laughs> you ain't right. Girl, he got like 80 of them. Stands to reason. Which wife? Or is he going to rotate them out? He does have multiple wives. As we know, he is going to bring one wife on. There is a track runner who we love. And you know what? I don't want her to be on the show because like, you have a beautiful family, husband, kid. I don't want to see mess come your way. Like I want that for non-popular people. Like You have a real talent. Do you get what I'm saying? So I just don't want that for her. So it sucks. But Marlo might actually be a real housewife now. And you know, all the rest of the people, they're coming back. Okay, well, this is shaping up to be real cute. We shall see what kind of entertainment and the things and whatnot comes out of Atlanta. They got some real big shoes to fill because we were expecting a lot of pipe and hot tea with Portia coming back. And now that she ain't coming back, I'm predicting lukewarm at best. Yeah, now that Portia's not coming back with the whole Simon thing going on. I'm going to need to see possibly another dungeon party with Bolo, like part two. Oh, yes. Bolo. Bodos. Bodos. Okay. <laughs> and we up about this Bodos because Atlanta has not even started filming yet. And you know, Sheree will have a good time. She would do her. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yep. And you know, Sheree likes herself a young strapping thing. So we shall see. We shall see. We shall. And that's all we have for this week's Housewife Highlights. 